Hey, hey, welcome to the Roof Strategist Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Benzman. You're listening to the number one resource for free roofing sales training. Tune in for new episodes every week right here or on YouTube to learn how to market yourself, generate leads, pitch like a pro, overcome objections, and close more sales. And whether you're a brand new salesperson, a seasoned pro, or an owner or sales manager growing your team, pay close attention because I have an offer you don't want to pass up. I'd like to give you my Pitch Like a Pro roofing sales training video library completely free. You'll get instant access to over 120 sales training videos organized by category that can take you from zero to hero in a heartbeat. Head on over to theroofstrategist.com right now to get my Pitch Like a Pro roofing sales training video library completely free. That's theroofstrategist.com. Now let's hop into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to today's video. Three ways to become the neighborhood roofer and at the end, two bonus methods. I am joined again with Matt Morrison with AccuLinks. Matt, thank you again for joining me again today. Man, it's my pleasure. It's always fun hanging out with you, Adam. Yeah, awesome. So Matt and I chatted. By the way, I have to get one thing out of the way. I brought Matt on the channel because I believe in the insights that he brings and that AccuLinks brings. I'm in no way affiliated or compensated for having them on or showing the logo or getting to sign up. Like this is the value that we want to bring to you. That's it, plain and simple. Now that that's out of the way, Matt and I met and we were talking about this idea of becoming the neighborhood roofer because the number one thing everyone wants to do is stop doing what? Knocking doors. Yeah, <laughs> so, I hated it. Yeah, no one, no one enjoys it. It's like the necessary evil to turn into a game and have fun. But the big idea is to find ways to generate business where you're too busy to knock doors. So we came up with these three ways and then two bonus ways. So stick around to the end to check those out because they're really the, the big game changers. So um, we're going to jump in with this. Nothing is more powerful than what your customers are saying about you behind your back. It's either good or it's bad. There's no in between. And the neighborhood chatter will dictate whether you're going to explode and blow up in the neighborhood, get those word of mouth referrals, get the customer literally walking you to the neighbor's house, or if they're going to be uh, kind of bad mouthing, use anyone but that guy because it right. will happen. So here are the top three. We'll jump right into the first one. Yep. Be professional and show it. Dive in, Matt. I'm going to write this one yeah. up. So look, here's my thinking, right? as long as you're putting on a good roof, it's going to be really difficult to like definitively show the difference between one roof and the next. As long as it's laying flat and it's not leaking, most customers are going to be happy with that. So what are they going to be thinking about? It was the experience they had during the whole process from sales to ordering to production and then closing out the job, right? So I say things like, show up when you say you're going to show up. I'm on next door. How many times I see people saying, can anybody got a guy that'll actually show up? I've sent 10 appointments and they've never shown up or whatever, right? Show up when you say, and look, we know you get busy. So cheat a little bit, right? Set reminders on your phone. Use Siri to say, hey, remind me to show up at Adam's house at 2 p.m. Or like on my Google calendar, I've got it set up to automatically send me an email 10 minutes before every appointment that's on my calendar. And most of the time, yeah, I'm just sitting there deleting that thing. Yeah, okay, I'm good, I'm good, I'm ready to go. But man, one out of 20 times, it's like, oh crap, I would have totally forgotten about that had I not gotten that email, right? They don't need to know that you got an email, (laughs) right? They don't care. As long as you show up when you say you're going to show up. It's those little yeah. things that can make a difference, right? So, yeah. I mean, look, you can you can use a CRM like Anchorlinks or whatever you've got, but look, you can also just use the tools in your pocket, right? You don't have to have a fancy system to make sure the customers yeah. are taken care of, right? And you stand out from the crowd. And one thing which we did cover on the last uh, episode where you were on, which by the way, we'll put a, a card. I don't know which side it is, but click the card, check out that other interview with Matt. <laughs> and one of the big things here is 
what customers see of you because the number one complaint from customers on contractors is timeliness and communication and yep. then scope creep things costing more i just said number one i listed three <laughs> timeliness people don't show up communication and surprise bills no one wants them when you show up with a manila folder and you're rifling through trying to figure out like where what contract is what and you don't have your ducks in a row which believe me this was me when i was new um yep. It doesn't look good. I had a Dairy Queen milk crate. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> I it, literally stole it off the back of Dairy Queen. It does not so, instill confidence with your customers. So when you do sit down, if you have a laptop, if you have a tablet or an iPad or your phone, you can pull up their file. You can show an Eagle view, hover, uh, pull up your CRM, show them all the notes, show AccuLinks. Hey, this is where you're at. This is what's going on. And then they're like, wow, they have their technology in order there. They get it. And you're going to stand apart. I get this question all the time. How do I stand apart or differentiate myself? Part of it is showing it, not saying it. And when Chuck in a truck showed up and he's like, you know, his, his dashboard is like the classic roofer dashboard of like oh, job yeah. orders and work orders and McDonald's wrappers. Oh, don't forget the burritos. Yeah, you got burritos yeah. up there too. And, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and the burritos. To stay warm, by the way, that's the reason they're up there in the sun. So awesome. So one, be professional and show yep. it. And guys, just an action tip for this. Have your CRM up to date. Um, look over your schedule early. I recommend getting it set the day before and reviewing it. So when I end a day, that's when I'm going to uh, have it all set and to, sh to show up with that customer file organized and ready to present to them. Anything else you want to add to that before we roll into- I was just going to add to that and say, you know, be intentional about that, right? I mean, I know time doesn't always allow. Sometimes you're schooling your tires into the driveway 30 seconds before you're supposed to be there. But if you can plan your day around it and spend even just three or five minutes in your truck looking through the files so that when they start talking about uh, the, the shingle you were talking about or the product or the warranty, you, you remember it, right? You're, yeah. when, I, when I'm on calls with customers, I'm spending the, you know, three minutes before looking at my notes from the last call. So when I come in, I'm like, oh yeah, Julie was your bookkeeper. And they're just amazed yeah. that I can remember. Oh wow, you remember everyone's yeah. names. I've got the worst memory in the world. That's got good notes, right? And that's, what, and, and that's what matters, right? They don't care at the end of the day how I remember, just that I remembered, right? Yeah, because first impressions yeah, are powerful. Prepare. Prepare yeah. for two, three minutes if, if, you, if time allows, obviously. At least take a breath. I know that's one of, one, one of my pitfalls. I'm a spastic person. I talk fast. I'm like, no, 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 let's get it done. And I remember showing up to a house, you run in, you're like, sample board, be right back. And then right. I'm back, job file, be right back. It's like, yeah, no, yeah. just like take a breath, have your ducks in a row. All right, so that's, that's yeah. number one. Number two, this is to solve all of the issues. It's so simple. Real, real quick, I want to use an analogy here. I started my first business at age 16. I started a mobile car detailing business. And I know that the best compliment I could get is I don't notice anything. <laughs> when you're a painter, when you're doing a roof, it's the same right. thing. You don't want people to notice anything. You want to be what are they going to notice? I said in the, in the three, communication. So number two is this, stay in communication every single step of the way. I'm going to turn it over to you, Matt. Dive in yep. on that one. So, I mean, look, I, I had a neighbor down the road from me. She was getting a whole massive renovation done, including roofing, siding, but she was building an addition on the back and redoing her garage and the whole nine yards. And one day it was like, she had dudes out there all the time. And then one day the dudes uh, weren't there. And I go down, I was like, Angie, where are your... Oh, I don't know. They just didn't show up today. I haven't seen them actually in a week now. You know, and it's like, they must have had some other project going on, but they just didn't talk to her about it. She spent like eighty, ninety thousand dollars $90,000 on this project. It wasn't just a roof. And these guys would just randomly not show up, send one guy out for an hour. So stay in communication. I mean, obviously for any of things like, you know, when the, when the contract gets signed, when you schedule a job, if you're pulling a permit, if you're supplementing the job, stay in communication. I have found that most people, um, 
are not shady. Most people are not trying to scam you. Most people aren't trying to put that insurance money in their pocket. They just want their job taken care of. And as the longer you go and don't set, don't meet and set great expectations by communicating with them and keeping up, that $3,000 check just shows up and they had no idea where it was coming from because you didn't pick yeah. up the phone and talk about that supplement. That stuff causes you know, just gets people making up their own ideas in their head about what's going on. So stay in communication. If you, um, you know, if you're using a system that can automate things, right, automate the benign things like, hey, your job's scheduled for Thursday, or, you know, hey, thanks for turning your job in. There's no need to spend the time typing or texting those things out. Just let that stuff automate in the background. That way you can take it to things, take care of the things that, you know, are unique to what you're doing mm -hmm. and, and your knowledge of the situation. Yeah. Because if you're not letting them know, they're going to create a story. And it's the same way. I just ordered some new, uh, uh, they were running socks for trail running from on Amazon. I'm prime. And I still check. When are they going to get here? Right. So two days? You know, especially things right now are pretty crazy. People want to know what's going on. It's human nature. Yeah. So if they're not, if the story is not being told to them, they're going to create it. And it's usually not a good one. Um, I'm going to do a shameless plug, plug for AccuLinks here and for, for my products. When you automate these things, like with AccuLinks, and correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. Once that stage changes, those emails can fire automatically. Schedule a job and or whatever. Yeah, exactly. These are whether, so if you're an owner, do that. If you're an individual rep, um, the stuff in the battle pack, if you have it, use it. There's all notifications we just talked about are in there. If they're pre-written, they're ready to go. Just plug in your information. There's a link in the description. Um, but either way, you need to be communicating. Owners, it's a great way to control it because the worst thing is when a homeowner emails or calls you up and they have a question and they're like, hey, and you're like, wait a minute, my, my, my sales rep didn't tell you that the, whatever the issue was. So it'll, right. it'll keep you looking like you, you're on top of everything. It's a great yeah. um, foolproof system. So uh, key takeaway, stay in communication every step of the way, use templates, copy paste. If you, if you need to do manually, if you can automate them, set them up, let them rock and roll. And remember every time there's like a status change, update the customer, even yeah. if it seems benign. And even if you know, you're on top of it, you just need them to know that you're on top of yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. And I'll give you a little pro tip here. If you use if you're a Gmail user, a lot of people of us, a lot of us are right. Gmail at the bottom of the button, the bottom of your, um, inbox or not inbox i'm sorry the when you hit compose email the box pops up the the send button which we all just hit send to send the email it's got a drop down and one of those send emails one of those sends is send later right i've literally had customers where i'm like dude adam i'll i'll, I'll hit up i'll hit you up in two weeks and just check in and whatever and as soon as i end that zoom call i'm opening up gmail hey adam just checking in how'd that report mm -hmm. go and you get those reports written like the way you wanted to let me know if you need any help insert links to my calendar or whatever and they schedule for two weeks and i will because i know i'll forget to send that email <laughs> it's yep. written as soon as the you know while the zoom meeting is still closing down on my computer i'm already writing it send in two weeks and i don't ever have to mess with it again yeah. so if you know there's something that you can predict yeah i'll circle back around in a week write it right then while you're still thinking about it right and then you let computers work for you don't work yeah. for them Exactly. Leverage your time for sure. Yeah. So and the tools that you've got, you know? Yes. Yes. The growing arsenal of tools. Um, number three is create a memorable and easy experience. When you are memorable, remember the first quote, nothing is more powerful than what your customers are saying about you behind your back. A memorable moment is either good or bad. And what do people talk about? The worst vacation ever. I'm not going to sit here and tell you guys, I went to the most beautiful, I just did my five-year wedding uh, anniversary with my wife in, in Maui. I'm not going to sit here because it sounds like I'm bragging, right? People just don't talk about that. They want to talk about the negative things. Like when I went on a cruise in the Caribbean and then like there was this person barfing nonstop in front of us and the plane <laughs> got grounded. Right. 
Then we got stuck in Miami. We had no air. We had no hotel. People want to tell the negative story and your customers are going to do the same thing. So you are memorable no matter what. It's either going to be really not so great or it's going to be awesome. And you got to go the extra step for them to share the awesome. Because when their yep. neighbor is saying, hey, they, I didn't know when it was going on. He lost touch. I went through three reps because there was high turnover, whatever it is. Then the, the neighbor you worked with can be like, hey, you should work with Matt. He was awesome. He was over at so-and-so and I was up, up to stuff. So anyway, I'm going to shut up. Create memorable and easy experiences. What are your thoughts on that one? I've got a phrase that I've lived by for a while and that's that people don't care about what you care about. They care about what they care about. And if you can show that you care about what they care about, right, then they're going to be more likely to work with you, right? And my, one of my favorite stories about this was I was working up in Fort Wayne, Indiana. We had a sales, guys up, sales guy up there who was trying to break into this neighborhood that had a bunch of people from Southeast Asia. I think they were from Myanmar, if I'm not mistaken. Somehow a bunch of these people got, got located there. I don't know how, what the backstory was. But anyway, he was trying to break in this neighborhood because there was like hundreds of them in this neighborhood. And he turns in the first job, and I'll never forget it because we couldn't pronounce the name on the folder. We didn't know how to pronounce it. It was letters going next to each other that don't happen in English. And we didn't know what it was. And we were like, dude, Jay, what's going on with that? And he was all like, yeah, they're from, they're from Asia. And I was like, okay. So we start processing the file and he comes back a couple of days later and goes, oh, Matt, by the way, we can't build that job on a day with a four. Now we've all gotten like the odd request, don't build on a Friday or beware of dog or what close the gate behind you or whatever. But I was like, a four? What's up with that? He goes, it can't be on the 4th, the 14th or the 24th. I'm like, what? And he goes, well, in their religion, the number four is bad luck. And they believe, and, and I'm paraphrasing, I don't remember all the details, but something like they believe if their home is exposed to the elements on the day with a four, demons will come into their house. And I'm like, well, we don't want to be the demon. I mean, it's one thing to pay for a cracked driveway, but to pay for an exorcist i mean that's kind of a new one right and so you know we decided it was like all right cool so those big old notes 4th 14th and the 424th are off limits right they don't even have a four in their address right it's a big deal to them it wasn't a big deal to us it's not part of our culture but it was to them right and so we made a point of you know making sure that everything went well the way they wanted and then the next thing you know dude we couldn't pronounce any of jay's folders because he got the entire neighborhood because he rec- they recognized that he cared about their culture it was important to them and we made it important to us, right? And that, I mean, he must have, I don't even know, 70, 80, 90 houses that summer. It was nuts that we just from that one neighborhood because we took care of their cultural needs, right? What was important to them was important to us. And being compassionate and human. Yeah. I love that. Care about what they care about. And it's, yeah. I mean, every, people that watch this channel see like my, my focus is on taking care of people, educating them because- ultimately we're of service. Yes, we can get paid very well doing it. But when, yeah, we, we worked in an area with a large Hmong population and it was not uncommon to have chickens in the home and things that were just culturally are different. And yep. when we were just mindful and polite and appropriate, and especially if I put myself, which, you know, I'm a, I'm a white male, I got it the easiest than, than everybody. And I can only imagine having strong cultural differences and people coming into your home and feeling judged, especially in your own house, you are not going to do business with them. Have an open heart, be loving, take care of people. Because just like, was it Jarvis? Was that the name of the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like what happened with Jarvis, they're going to talk. Yeah, and they did. By probably doing nothing more than just taking care of people. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, awesome. we had communication challenges. We had all sorts of other challenges. I think one of them was growing rice in their basement or something like that, but it didn't matter. We yeah. took care of what was important to them and yeah. that made all the difference. Yep. And uh, so take notes, guys. 
always document, take notes on those unique things that, that, um, so you remember, so you're on top of it. Um, and just be loving. Remember people's homes are their castles. It doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter if it's a cultural thing. I've been in homes with severe mental health issues, you know, homes that I would not want to inhabit myself. I'm sure we all have our, our stories. I walked into a house once with a, with a woman, it was a rental. We were doing a commercial property. She had an eight inch knife on like tucked up here, answer the door with one hand with all these claims. <laughs> and then as soon as I start talking, she sets the knife on the table. And I was like, Oh, this is interesting. Yeah. Wow. I almost died. <laughs> the hair on my neck stands up just still telling yeah. that story. Yeah, right. So, care about people. It, it's that simple. And drop the judgment, bring the love, and, and it'll help. So that yeah. I'm going to do a quick recap before we jump into the bonus because there's sure. two of them I want you to stick around for. Number one is be professional and show it. Show up prepared and well-organized. Automate what you can. Use the, the tools and technology at your resource, whether it's AccuLinks or your favorite CRM. Number two is stay in communication every step of the way. Automate. Remember, if something changes, they got to know, okay? Stay on top of it um, and use those emails. You can check out the ones in the battle pack and you can even plug them into AccuLinks. Uh, number three is create a memorable and easy experience by caring about what your customers care about and pay attention to those details. All right. Anything to add, Matt, before we roll into the two bonus ones? No, man, that looks good. I've got more stories I can tell, but I don't think yeah, they'll, don't, add, to the, I don't think they'll add, to, add to your point. They're fantastic. They're, they're, yeah, we, 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 we could yeah. probably riff back and forth for a while. So number one is to, the bonus one that, that we threw out there was to ask for reviews. So many people, and I'm going to be doing a whole other video on this here in the future. Um, reviews are probably the most powerful thing that you can use to sell. Rookies, especially, don't ask. You want to know because I could sit here and say, guys, the marketing battle pack is the greatest thing in the entire world. And you'll say, whatever, Adam, you're trying to sell me something. But if you click on a page and you read reviews and testimonials and see what other people are saying, unsolicited, that is a very different level of credibility and authenticity, especially when they're screenshots and they're unedited. And the same goes for your customers. Because right. you know what everyone, what Matt, I'm curious what you think. What is the, what is the pitch for every roofing company that, that they say that they're better? Oh, well, you know, we have our, our warranty or we're certified or, you know, those kinds of things. But uh -huh. so does everybody else in town exactly. who wants to offer a warranty and get certified. Yeah. I mean, again, you can only put so good of a roof on. You got to be able to offer something different. Yep. Right? I you have know? a better product a better install and a better warranty. It's what everybody says. And I've been in business for this many years and be, be accredited and I'm certified by shingle manufacturer. And when you uh, just let your customers do the selling for you, you use reviews, you show yeah, them what yeah. they're posted. Even if it's an email, guys, take a screenshot on your phone. If you get an email from a customer, screenshot. Take out their private info unless you have permission to use it. Uh, that stuff is so powerful because when you sit down, you can say, hey, I did Peggy. Have you talked with Peggy? Because you can chat with her and hear directly what she has to say about me or, and then you can show those. those right. Reviews. Or if you're sending out, you know, marketing stuff or if you're using AccuLinks as smart docs or if you're still just carrying them with a folder, bring a printout on that thing, right? Especially if you can make that very locally relevant, not some guy whose church you did in Ohio and you're working in St. Louis. You know, yeah, <laughs> make sure it's, it's relevant to the area you're in, you know. Exactly, uh, exactly. So this, the, the next bonus here, and I decided to throw one more in. We didn't have a plan, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Bonus two is make it easy to spread the word. How do you do that? Referrals. Ask for referrals. Use my referral strategy. Um, there's a link. We'll put a link wherever it goes to, to the referral videos to help you do that. And remember, we talked about this, Matt, you and I on the last one. You can always bake in those, I call it baking in, meaning putting in the referral requests yeah. in the emails. Hey, customer, here's what's going on. Your job's scheduled. By the way, who do you know we might be able to help? Let them know who we are. If we book an appointment, we'll give you a $25 gift card to a local restaurant. 
is a way of saying thank you. And that's again for the appointment, not for a name. You're not buying names off people. It's a, it's a way to say, hey, thanks for the opportunity to chat with them. Yep. 25 bucks buys a meal. Okay. Pro tip, make that part of your signature, right? Your signature doesn't just have to be Matt Morrison, you know, customer enablement specialist with Acklings. It yeah. could be, but you know what? A signature is just a pre-made block of text. So your pre-made block of text could be your standard 12 point font with exactly what Adam just said. Hey, if you know anybody, let me know, $25 gift card, whatever. And yeah. then in big bold letters, your name and your title and your cell phone number and whatever else. They don't need to know that it was a much larger block of text. They don't need to know. Use technology, guys. Yeah. It's so easy. And, and this is not Acolinks. You don't need to buy a darn thing. Go sign up for a free Gmail account. Everything I just said is there. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to click on some of the buttons that are in there, right? Exactly. exactly. I appreciate so, yeah. I appreciate that about you, Matt. Not like, of course, you, you represent a company, but the information that everyone's learning today is applicable no matter what you use. Um, so the last bonus one that I'm going to add, because I'm just sitting here thinking, what, what are people going to comment? And they're going to say, work your installs and never leave the neighborhood. And that is a, for sure. The third bonus is this. Listen, stay in that neighborhood. Don't go one and done. Go into it every day and work those installations. All right. If you're, if you're not knocking doors around them, if you're not, which, which I prefer to do, sending letters before the install to the neighbors and after the install to the neighbors, those letters are available in the battle pack, by the way, or write your own. I have a video, which I can link to on the five essentials for direct mail. Check those out so you can create your own if you want. I had a few people yeah. do that and have great success. So um, yeah, that's it. Recrap on those bonuses, ask for reviews, make it easy to spread the word and live in that neighborhood, work those installs. Matt, is there anything else that you want to add that we, that I might have breezed over before we call it a wrap today? No, I think, I think you've done a fantastic job. I think there's a great, and, and I, I like the, uh, the last one, living your install. I used to make a point of going to my installs the day of the build and picking up at least one square of felt somewhere. And I would try to do it in front of a customer's open window. I didn't yeah. just want to do it. I did but I also wanted to be seen doing it, exactly. right? And so I'd go find the open window, I'd go find the back patio, and I'd be out there picking up some scraps just so they saw me out there. So again, I'm trying to make it easy. I'm trying to give them a memorable experience. I want them to think I care. Look, I just, at the end of the day, I'm here because I want people to succeed. I want the contractors to succeed. Acolinks just happens to be where I currently think I can do that the best. So um, if you want to reach out to me, my email address is training at acolinks.com, training at acolinks.com, whether you're a customer or not. And just, if you want to reach out and connect or find me on LinkedIn, whatever, and uh, let's, let's chat. Always, it's always fun hanging out with people in this industry. So. Awesome. Matt, thanks a ton. So anyone else, just pleasure, Acolinks. Matt will hook you up with whoever Easy you need to chat with. And Absolutely. before we wrap it up, what did we miss? If there's anything that you've used as a great tactic to become the neighborhood roofer, drop a comment, let us know. Remember, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell so you don't miss any of these upcoming videos. Links to everything in the description below and we'll see you on the next one. See you guys. Take care. Bye -bye. Hey, thanks again for joining me on this episode of the Roof Strategist Podcast. If you are out on a roof or driving around in your truck, you'll find everything you need right there in the show notes, including links to all my products and services, or to download your free copy of my Pitch Like a Pro roofing sales training video library. And remember, all of my content is built around one simple principle. You ask, I answer. So what would you like me to cover in an upcoming episode? Email me personally, adam at roofstrategist.com. That's adam at roofstrategist.com. Don't forget to subscribe and write a review for the podcast, and I'll see you next time.